Hello and welcome to Inspirational Thursday. Today we're going to talk about focus. My name is Reverend John Marie Schweitzer and I'm the Senior Minister of Unity Fort Worth, where we provide you with many opportunities throughout the week to tap into your spiritual self and explore what that's going to look like for you from moment to moment. When we talk about focus or consider focus in spiritual practice, it is actually quite an important topic to consider. The way we focus and train ourselves to increase our ability to focus on a specific practice or a specific way of being, that is quite essential when it comes to our spiritual practices. So for example, when we meditate, many meditation practices teach you or uh, encourage you to learn to focus more specifically either on maybe a piece of music, an imagery, a story, or a phrase, a mantra, or a word or phrase otherwise that often is used in repetition. Uh, you could also focus on symbols on feelings and things like that, body uh, sensations and so on. The idea behind developing an ability to focus is important because it allows us to then learn to move away from being distracted and being all over the place to a single-minded point of focus. Single-mindedness, uh, one-pointed faith, um, one-pointedness, those are all phrases that are often used when it comes to focusing in spiritual practice. Now, there's a couple of things I want to share with you where you can see how important focus actually is. First of all, in Unity, we have what we call the five-step prayer process. And the five-step prayer process is relaxation, concentration, meditation, realization, and thanksgiving. So you can see after relaxation, which is usually just done with breathing more deeply, relaxing our body, the next step is called concentration, which really taps into our ability to focus. We learn to concentrate. So we relax first, which allows us to be present in the moment, but also just let go of some of the things that would distract us in prayer. But then we also concentrate. So we concentrate on our ability to pray and pray only. Now, a few weeks ago, you may have heard me talk about um, what was the topic again? It just, I think it was strength and flow. Yes, I think we talked about flow just a couple of weeks ago. And flow, as you might remember, is about our cognitive abilities and how much of our capacity, cognitive capacity, we are using for any given task. Sometimes certain tasks don't take a lot of our capacity, and then we end up thinking about something else while we're doing any work or drive a car or do the dishes or cook or something like that, then our mind can be occupied by something else. 
however, when we are in a flow, in an experience of flow, then all of our capacity goes into that one thing that we're doing right then and there. And so the idea of focus is exactly that. We focus on what we're doing so much that our cognitive capacity is filled out. There's no more room to do anything else. That's important in prayer as much as it is in meditation. In meditation, ideally, we are so focusing on the present moment and on the practice itself that our thoughts and feelings that may be distracting simply just seem to disappear. It's not that they really go away. It's just that our focus is shifted so much to what we're doing that we no longer pay attention to anything else. So having that focus to be able to concentrate is very important when it comes to our spiritual practice. You can consider it also as part of your mindfulness exercises. Mindfulness is another way of saying to meditate with your eyes, eyes open, to be mindful when you eat, when you drive, when you do any work, when you go out with friends, to have a sense of mindfulness means that part of your attention is focused on more than just the activity. And as you learn more and more to deepen your spiritual experience, then you start to learn that aside from the human life, like um, going out to eat, going to work, having fun with your family and friends, Aside from that, there's a deeper spiritual nature that can be accessed and can be explored. And so another way of looking at focus is to always have some attention on that spiritual world, that spiritual foundation, while you're doing everything else. One example I often use is when you start meditating and start getting more familiar with silence, capital S silence, not just the silence as in absence of noise, but silence that underlies all existence, something, a constant that we can access at any given time. We can learn to concentrate, to focus on the silence while we do anything else. And that really is a first step toward expanding our spiritual practice and moving it into our everyday lives which goes far beyond, of course, than just sitting down for a few minutes and meditate and then go back to the busyness of our existence. The other thing I want to share is uh, coming again more from the Eastern traditions. I talk about the Yamas and Niyamas often, but in this particular case, um, it's part of the eight limbs of yoga or Ashtanga yoga, um, that are based on Patanjali's work in the Yoga Sutras. There are eight limbs that make up the practice of yoga. Yoga means union. So in a way, when we practice yoga, we practice union or oneness or unity with everything. And one of those eight limbs is called dharana. Dharana means concentration. And it is... A, the one limb that comes before dhyana, which is then meditation, and which is one step before the eight limbs, limbs, which is samadhi, which is then the experience of union. So you have 
in the very beginning, you have something that's more physically focused and then it transitions on into the more spiritual focus in those eight limbs of yoga, yoga and the last three being dharana, dhyana and samadhi with dharana being, being the initiation into that one single focused um, awareness that we need when we move into meditation of becoming aware of the self, the human self, but also the spiritual self. In a lot of ways, when you compare the five-step prayer process in unity and the eight limbs of yoga, there's some similarities there. So when we look at the second step in the five, uh, five steps prayer process, then we have concentration, which corresponds with dharana. The next step after concentration is meditation, which corresponds with dhyana. And then the next step is realization in the five step prayer process, which corresponds in a lot of ways with samadhi, because during the realization step, we are supposed to realize who and what we truly are, which means oneness with God, oneness with unity, with everything. And that is representative of samadhi. And so you can see there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of Eastern influences in unity, but the point being a focus is to learn to have that sharply focused way of being and setting your mind and heart into a very dedicated way of practicing your spiritual self that it becomes useful for you and your spiritual journey. So focus can be taught and learned in many different ways, but certainly our spiritual practices, prayer, meditation, denials and affirmations are helping us to develop that focus. The more focused we are on our spiritual journey while we're still working in our worldly human lives, the more we, we will become aware of the potential that we have in every single moment for us to be better, to be more graceful, to be kinder and more compassionate. When you look at the, the stories of Jesus Christ in the Christian scriptures, but even the stories of the many leaders in the Hebrew scriptures or any scriptures for that matter, you will find that all of those stories have somehow integrated in between the lines, the idea of being single-mindedly focused. I will call it even single-mindedly and heartedly focused. Mind and heart both together in perfect harmony. All the healing uh, that Jesus did, although I emphasize it's not Jesus that did the healing. Jesus who encouraged others to step up and get into their whole, whole own healing. Um, all those have somehow and in many ways to do with concentration and with focus. And if you read any of those stories, you will find elements in there that will tell you, oh yeah, that could be very much part of a practice that needed that focus before anything of substance could happen. You see this in the stories of Jairus' uh, daughter, uh, being asleep and Jesus asking her to wake up and get up. Uh, you see this in Lazarus, uh, the raising of uh, Lazarus being 
considered dead and Jesus telling him to um, wake up again and, and be alive and so on. You see this all over the place where these stories either before or after give you that hint of now it's a time to focus on what really truly matters. Often it's accompanied with thanksgiving. The feeding of the 5,000 comes to mind. And that's also a reason why we have the thanksgiving as our fifth step in the prayer process. Because surrounded with anything we do in our spiritual practice, there should always be a part of giving thanks to what is available to us at any given moment. I think that's it for this week. I hope that was a little bit more enlightening in terms of how focus can work for you in your spiritual practice, whether you follow the Unity Five-Step Prayer Process or you look into Ashtanga Yoga, the Yedlings of Yoga. You know, you will find that the, there are so many similarities and there's reasons why some of these steps are always present because they enable us to remember that what is important when it comes to our practice. Have a wonderful week and I will see you soon.